0: Log Talk Radio. Hi, this is Frank LaPresne, and you're listening to Pam and Don.
1: Hello and welcome to the special edition of Christmas Movie Spotlight. I'm your host, Dawn Mack, and I'm here with my friend, colleague, and wonderful host, Pam. Hey, Pam, how are you?
2: Hi. Hello and welcome to our special edition (laughs) of Christmas Movie Spotlight. I'm your host, Pam, and I'm here with my friend. Colleague and host Don Mack. Hi Don, how are you doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it for the rest of the season. You're doing the lead off. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hang out. And do I'm great. <laughs> how are you, <laughs> boy? Let's doing just great. reverse these roles and throw those <laughs> listeners off all at the same time. Well,
2: I I thought we'd give them a little bit something different because they're not going to expect me to jump in there and say
1: that part. So well, that's so <laughs> yeah. true. But it, you know what? Got <laughs> keep them it, on their toes. Uh, well, yeah, but here's the thing, even though, like, on our interviews, I always lead off with the intro, but in the interview portion, you lead off with the interview and welcome the guests, so yeah, we both yeah. take the lead, if you know, yeah. you know? Yeah, there was so, one time you took the lead, but other than that,
2: I have, so... and it's it tr- true, and to our listeners, it's just the way it worked out. It's not mm-hmm. anything we planned, so... <laughs> No. It really
1: isn't. We and just do okay. what we do. Mm-hmm. Which you know, though I will tell you though, folks, once upon a time when Pam started her show like a wee ten years or so ago, um, her other show that she does, independent of our show, she um absolutely didn't want to do the show by herself and I kept telling her, You can do oh. this, you can do this. Oh no, I don't I don't mm-hmm. want to do it. I mean, we had mm-hmm. a a very long conversation about it. Um, needless to say, once she jumped in and got going, she—you couldn't stop her. She's been going since. <laughs> yeah, but and and you,
2: let's you clarify come here. Her. My friend.
1: Let's clarify here.
2: I did jump in, but I did not jump in alone. I dragged you with me, yes, and very and true. Since, <laughs> since then I have had other co-hosts as well. So the yes. only. The only time I did interviews by myself was when I used to interview indie artists, and I would that's do those.
1: That's so true. But, uh, that's so true. But that's and it. Otherwise, I always have a co-host. That's true. And I was your first co-host, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh well, see, we just go way back, folks. We we've been at this for more than ten years, going on eleven years now. We've done this show for four seasons already. But Pam and I collectively, in case you don't know and you're late to the party, which is fine because we will give you the background. We both have been in the podcasting business, radio business for well over 10 years and have done things independently together and you name it. And uh, so we just have a lot of fun. But Pam, I tell you, 10 years at a podcast is a very long time. I don't know that there are too many podcasts that have been going strong that long, but that's a, that's a major feat. So, congratulations on that. I think you just celebrated 10 years, did you not? Uh, November 10th. Yeah, it was 10 years. Well, see, it was Thank not you. that long ago. So, that's no. exciting. Yeah. And just so you know. And wait, wait.
2: Have... I'm just going to give you uh, the listeners a little sneak peek into something. Don and I aren't done after Christmas is
1: over, okay? There you go. I was go. just that's about it. to kind that's of it. do a little <laughs> hint myself. So, see, let me just also say... Ladies and gentlemen, that in the 10 years that Pam and I have been working together in radio, we are now to the point we can, we, we're we in each other's heads as we say, Constantly. we finish each other's sentences, we know each other so well that, yep. you know, like she just said what she said and I was about to say it. So it's like, but yeah, there you go. It's so tr- true story with a Christmas movie spotlight is, is one thing that we do during a season. Um. Every year, and uh, that's going to continue. But then, uh, we've got some big things in store moving forward beyond the holiday season. So, you'll just have to continue to tune in, and um, you know, you'll
2: yeah, probably till the end. Of the in. Season.
1: Tune in, Don. Right? Tune they in. It, Tune and, in. And that was really, that was really, no pun intended. By the way, Pam. <laughs> I know. But, I know. Um, at the end of the season, we'll, divul- we'll divulge that, and mm-hmm. and um, you know, we'll, but you'll have to keep watching our social too, just to yes. stay up on that. But anyway, more about that later tonight. We have to talk about this. We are so excited um, about our guest tonight. Uh, We are bringing you a special interview with the wonderful, I mean, immensely talented and so very handsome, Franco Lepresti. And uh, my gosh, what a fun time we had speaking with him. Absolutely, and I don't know if he dropped the new info
2: um, with us, if we got an exclusive or not at the beginning of our interview with him, but Mm -hmm. it was exciting news for him, and we are still to death, and you guys will find out, of course, when you listen, and... um, Franco Lopresti stars in UpTV's holiday movie, Santa's Got Style, and it airs Sunday, December 11th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central.
1: And we are so excited and honored to bring your you interview now with Franco Lopresti.
2: Enjoy the show. Hello, Franco. Thank you so much for calling in and joining us today. We truly appreciate you taking the time to join us. We're so excited.
0: I'm so excited too. The pleasure's all mine. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to chat with you guys about the
2: movie. Awesome! And how are you doing today? Everything going well? You staying warm? Yeah, everything is <laughs> great. Yeah,
0: I'm staying warm. I
2: did I did get up
0: for a good little ten k, uh, about yeah about an eight mile run this morning. So it was a nice brisk one, but uh, but I'm feeling yes. good. I'm feeling good. I, I'm uh, newly engaged, so. So so, uh, oh, you know, I, I proposed to my fiancé in, in Iceland about a week ago, so I'm feeling all good, ladies. Oh,
1: good. <laughs> that's wonderful.
2: Congratulations. We are so Thank excited you so for much. you. Thank you. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Wonderful. So really you're going to bring in the new year with a wedding then?
0: Yeah, yeah. We're looking for a little fall 2023 wedding. You know, and I are in the works of that, so it's um, yeah, I'm super blessed. and it's, uh, uh, I'm excited. That's, yeah, yeah.
2: That's <laughs> so great! Wow. Well, let's go back a little bit and find out when that acting bug bit you. Did that happen as a child, or did it come later in life? Yeah, you know what? It it, it it kind of
0: did start as a kid, like without even. Uh, I mean, my my mom was always a big animated person, and. She was always playing the voices and the characters in the house, and, and I and I loved that. And and I was always kind of like the class clown and doing a lot of impersonations and stuff. So a lot of people would, you know, tell my parents to put them into acting. But my first love was soccer, and um, I did get into an acting class at about twelve, but it conflicted with my soccer. And I remember the acting coach telling my parents, uh, "Look, do either soccer or acting. You can't do both." And I was very very. Um, good at soccer, and I pursued that. I went to school at the University of Rhode Island on a scholarship, and I remember every semester I would do – I would take a theater course and as an elective, and um, I really uh, felt like I belonged in that theater course, even though I didn't major or minor, and I just really loved it. But uh, I pursued my soccer, and then it came to a halt at uh, the age of 26, and – then I was kind of like, what am I going to do now? <laughs> I mean, like, I put all my my heart and soul into soccer, and that and then due to an injury. And then my mother was like, well, why, why don't you try acting? Because you, you never really gave it a shot. You know, you've, you've always kind of had your toe in the water, but never really, fully, really, you know, submerged. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I got to an acting class at 26, and I really found that my purpose, and it made me stay again in a very... Uh, interesting way um and and i I, I, i've been acting for yeah i'm 32 now so so i'm 26 to 32
2: yeah
1: and the rest they say is history (laughs) for sure (laughs)
0: yeah
1: Um, Yeah, it's a long
0: story yeah
1: oh yeah um well how would you describe yourself as an actor and how much of yourself do you bring to a role
0: well you know what i how to describe myself as an actor (laughs) I really don't know. It depends on what roles come come my way. Um, you know, I always uh, t- I tend to, the way I bring myself to every role is I always try to compare myself to the character rather than contrast. Um, so, like, I'll always say, okay, what parts of this character uh, do they need a lot of, Franco, you know, my, my, you know, business, and what part do I need to, like, bring down of who I am for this character? You know, so they kind of, like, tuning my personality in and out, you know? Mm-hmm. Do I, I got to be really energetic or not? So it's it's just right. <laughs> kind of the way I, I approach things, you know? I, but I'm never trying to, like, ever judge the character. Um, it's more so, okay, compare who I am as a person and how I can relate to the character I'm playing and find parallels in whatever the story is and what the character has gone through i'm very big on backstory and sometimes you don't get that information and i really like to journal and create you know literal journals of like this character's life as if i'm him where i was born and and kind of give myself that lifeline to play with and then just use my imagination and whatever Mm -hmm. comes out of me comes out of me right
2: yeah, well, it's a good thing that you didn't say when you play a monster that that's wholly who Franco is because we wouldn't want that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I was a tear I definitely, uh, uh, yeah. I, I, I got to play a monster in a show, and, and that was basically playing the monster that I feared as a kid. And, you know, right? where yeah. did my mind go to when you're playing something like that? It's like, you know, when we're, and we were scared of you know the boogeyman under the bed and all that stuff, and we imagine what it's like and how it would talk to us. It's it's plain make believe on, on that uh, level, mm-hmm. right?
1: Mm-hmm, um, yeah,
0: but it was it was it was it, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. It was fun yeah. yeah. Well, yeah.
2: yeah, you get to play something totally different than yourself. So I can imagine, you know. Totally.
0: You no, know, I've always I've always told my I've always like affirmed my, to myself, you know, I am an Italian uh, Canadian. Uh my parents are immigrants, my mother is one as well and my father born in Italy but immigrated to Canada and you know, I have a you know, a very strong Italian look, you know, and I've always kind of like mm-hmm. told myself, getting into the business, I don't want to be typecast as yeah. just the Italian guy. You know, you know, you know, I watched a lot of, you know, The Godfather, Goodfellas, Casino, all those, you know, Robert De Niro movies, you know, I right. to, my father would show these movies to me, but I didn't want to get typecast in, in that, um, in that in that genre, right? So I, I told right. myself and I've affirmed it and I, and I said, Look, I am going to be a chameleon actor and I can do anything in every role as best as I can and you know what? God has graced me with with different types of characters and it's it's just because I've you know constantly put it out there in the universe, I'm not just gonna be that guy, Italian guy, right? Right. You know, um so yeah, so it's been it's been it's been I've been very fortunate to play a bunch of various types of characters in this, in a this short time.
2: Yeah, cuz it definitely limits what jobs you'll get if you just, you know, get typecast like that. So that's a good thing that you didn't go there.
0: Right, right. You know, people I mean, we, we you're watching you know, we watch people on TV because you know, you know, you want you you you're trying to feel something and get something out of them and you know, I don't always want to be doing the uh the, the the mobster type. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. so, so it's really fun to be doing these films, you know, like M.O.W.s and the Christmas films and the rom-coms. Yeah. Because I, I have been a fan of them. I've watched a bunch of them, and, and they're lighthearted, wholesome, and 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 they're all about, you know, they send a good message at the end of the day, you know, it's, mm-hmm. do their beautiful little films. So, yeah.
2: Yes. Well, what was your first professional acting job, and what did you learn from it that you still use now? Yeah,
0: um, my first professional acting job was on a show called Letterkenny, and I, I it was a it's comedy, it's fast paced comedy um, show that shot up in in Canada. I believe it's on Hulu in uh, in the United States. And what I learned from from that that I've carried uh, along with me to this day is to really have fun and and. Don't be so hard on yourself, and, and don't take it way too seriously. Because if you're too tense on set, even though it was my first job, mm-hmm. these, you know these seasoned actors and me going in being tense and like, oh, this is my first job. How, I mean, how, yeah. uh, how I'm kind of and I'm just seeing everyone else like, yeah, they you know if they messed up a line. like, Yeah, it's okay. Just take it back. I'm like nobody cares. Like my biggest fear was like, if I screw up my line, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to lose the job. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: then, just seeing them take chances. And, and be bold in the choices, and also, like, be self-deprecating, make fun of themselves, and, and not take themselves so seriously.
1: That is something that I carry with me,
0: you know, to this day in every role I play.
1: Well, uh, speaking of roles, you have played a variety of characters throughout your career, and which role did you find to be the most challenging?
0: most challenging role I played um, the question i feel like the most challenging role i've played would have to be this most recent film yeah um uh, bad blood was an incredible experience i, I had an I, I, I was in 8 episodes so it was the first time i was part of a series and it was in every episode and had a really great character arc and it was challenging i, I felt very connected to the character um, and it was challenging, but I, I learned so much on that show because you're shooting for, like, three, four months and you're growing so much as, like, a master class of acting and you're working, you're very, very close to, you know, your co-stars and, and uh, the writers and, and the showrunners. It's just that made the challenge a little easier because constantly, like, getting feedback and, and working out scenes and the writing things, You're very, it was very involved, right? Now mm-hmm. this one that I just did, uh, Santa's Got Style, I'd say it's like to this day it's the most challenging role I've had, um, due to the fact that uh, it was it's my first you know number one leading on the call sheet uh, film, and I'm playing two characters right. Um, so with that being said, I um, there was a you're shooting this movie in about twelve fourteen days, so it's a lot of dialogue. You know I'm playing two characters. Got to. I had to really work on on registers of my voice. I couldn't do an accent for this film, so really trying to find a believable kind of voice uh, to distinguish. You know, how is she Madison in this film? Who's the character? How is Madison? Is you know really tell that it's like. I mean, if I'm d- dressed up in a different way, she's going to recognize my voice. So how do I change yeah. <laughs> my right? voice within my own <laughs> register? You know, to make it believable, and that was challenging. You know, and then there's a lot of high stakes in this film. A lot of moving back and forth, and. You're shooting the scenes, and uh, it's it's. There's so much going on ahead. So I just tell tell the director, like, oh, where was I in the last scene? Okay, so yes, and then I I would just go into it, and she'd be like, okay, let's bring it down to fifty percent. It's too much. Okay, so it was just so many moving pieces, and it was challenging because mentally, you finish your day at work, and you're like, whoa, that was that was, that was a lot, a lot of energy, and a lot of like. Who am I? Oh, I'm that person now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it, 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 it was challenging, but at the same time fun. I mean, co- it was also comedy too, and sometimes comedy can be challenging,
2: right? Yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: So it was. My, it was. It was not my first time, you know, doing comedy because I I've done some comedy and uh, some guest roles, but now I'm leading a film. Is uh, that, that there's you know this MOW this film leans more into the co- comedy more than this, a seasonal MOW. Um, but there's, it's still very well balanced with, you know, heartfelt moments and, and and conflict and everything. But it's it's pretty it's pretty funny and quirky this film. So being able to tap into that and just be like, okay, I got to make some really bold choices and I'm, I'm gonna probably fall flat on my face and look like an idiot, you know, in front of this whole cast and crew. And if they use it, they use it. But I gotta try try something. And as long as it comes from an honest place. <laughs> then then I'm a then I'm a happy man, you know. And I'm I'm happy with the work I'm doing. So but at the end of the day it's challenging doing this stuff.
1: Oh yeah. Because every role can be so different and um and you you know, you mentioned Santa's got style and we're we're so excited. We can't wait to see you starring in that on up T V and um but can you share a little bit about what the movie is without giving too much away? We don't wanna give too much away, but um Talk a little bit about that if
0: you can. Yeah. um, All right. So, yeah, the movie um, follows two characters, myself, Ethan, and Madison Jacobs. And um, Madison runs this luxury department store, and she wants to think outside the box for, like, the holiday season of how she's going to, you know, do a a fun event for the store she works for. So this year, the store – strikes a deal with this famous fashion design house, and uh, she needs to sh- showcase this menswear brand. That's her project. So um, I, in this case, I, I run a boutique modeling agency. I'm an ex-retired model who now runs this boutique modeling agency. And uh, I've always run Santa auditions for her mall, and this year she dreams up to do Style Santa to promote this menswear brand. So the Style Santa is someone who's... Younger, hotter, charismatic, and magnetic, and it will showcase a perfectly tailored suit. So she calls me, and she's like, I, I need you to, instead of finding the um, the generic Santa, I need you to find, like, a model who could play Santa. Mm-hmm. And I, in this case, um, I've uh, been very in love with Madison for quite some time through our high school years, but I've always been in the friend zone with her. So now I get this chance to really wow her, but I'm struggling to find Santa, and then the idea to make Ethan become Santa is what happens. And I, I disguise myself as the Stallion Santa to you know make her make her wishes you know come true and work out so she gets uh, you know promoted with her job, and it all goes well so i disguised myself and it's kind of like a nod to Mrs. Doubtfire. uh doubt fire uh that was the kind of ah. awesome
2: concept mm-hmm. there, you know they were they were
0: they were going for so um so yeah so then i see I, i'm play i'm trying to you know be this santa claus and be smooth, and so she doesn't see that it's me as Ethan because I'm trying to, you know, swoon her in these ways, right? So um, I hope that explains the film. That's really yeah. long
1: <laughs> explanation
0: I've given, but but it's just I'd say it's, it's just watch the film and you'll you'll get it in like the first like ten minutes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't wait to see it. It it's, sounds a little bit different than what we've. Seen otherwise out there as far as um, Christmas movies, because there's so many of them, you can't help but walk the same journey with a lot of the movies, but this one sounds like it's a little bit different, so I like that, and looking forward to seeing it, so, and there's two other movies I want to mention. In Snowbound for Christmas, you were an avid outdoorsman, and in The Story of Love, you were an activities coordinator. So in yes. real life, real R E A L, are you a, a nature kind of guy? And did that was that easily, you know, for you to to film that. And what won't you do? Like maybe jump out of a plane. Yeah, um,
0: these are great questions. Um, Yeah, yeah, in Snowbound for Christmas uh, and in Story of Love, I was a pretty nature, outdoors guy. Um, I'm a city boy, heart. I was born and raised in Toronto. Um, I've always had an affinity towards nature, but it just wasn't part of my upbringing, but I've always loved it. And come to me, me, my now fiance, she's a girl from the north of Ontario. She's about five hours north of Toronto, and she's an outdoors girl. She's a a very really handy woman and has an immense love for nature. And once I met her, I really got to explore nature and live that dream that I've always, you know, wanted since I was a kid. So those characters that came into my life, I was basically playing my fiance in a male yeah. person. everything I needed, everything I needed, were. I was like, babe. <laughs> I think you should be cast in this. You know She's <laughs> yeah. like, why are you getting all the roles that are meant to be? It's funny. But anyways, yeah, um, I, I, I've grown to be um, in love with nature. Uh, um, and I'm living at dream. And actually, my fiance and I, were, we were uh, hiking the Appalachian Trail. And uh, we started August fifteenth. We were going southbound from Maine. We're heading to Georgia. And we, we got off trail in Vermont. Uh, she has she had booked the film. She's an actor as well. So we came home. We're home now, and we're we're, we're planning on getting back out there in, in in the in the spring to finish the trail. So yeah, I I really I really love nature, and playing those characters without ha- having it you know um, introduced in my life at that time like uh, once my lady came in it it, it it was like okay you know god is putting these characters on my plate for a reason yes and and, and mm-hmm. that's all i give my thanks to yeah
2: giving you a little nudge
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly
2: <laughs> so is there something you wouldn't do like jump out of a plane or would you even try that now um,
0: uh, you know what um i think uh, i think i think i'd uh Stunt guy to do that for me. <laughs> yeah i um uh, yeah i don't know it's it's i'm I'm pretty adventurous with with things that I'd like to do and um I never know what's gonna fall on my plate next this is the uh, this is the life of an of, of an actor you never know what's gonna come next right after exactly. you your, your last job you know exactly. so um yeah well, never whatever say comes never next, right Never, never say never, but you know. Um but if Mission Impossible calls and says, Hey, we need you to jump from a uh, mountain say, okay, okay, Mission Impossible, maybe maybe I'll jump off a mountain. Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can't pass that up. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly.
2: So if you were to write a book about your life thus far, title of the book B and Y.
0: B and Y. If I were to write a book about myself. My life this far. Okay. Um. um <laughs> we like I, to I give a the, uh, a little a
2: uh, thinking question every now and again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um,
0: the title, the uh, title of um, my life so far. I'd be, I'd say, um, trusting God. Perfect. <laughs> that'd, that'd be the title of my book. Trust, trusting God. Yeah, that's wonderful. Why? Yeah. Because because trusting God. Why? Um, uh, you know, uh, with my dream being to you know be a professional soccer, and it not going that way, and really resorting to prayer. Every time I've resorted to prayer in my life and had faith, um, it's 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 always worked out, and even in the the hard moments when things don't work out, um, you know, it's like God, people, we pray to God, we pray to God, help me, help me, help me. But God only helps those who are helping themselves first in a way, you know, when you're trying to like, mm-hmm. get yourself out of a rut and you got to apply yourself. And, and, you know, with, with being an actor, I, I was 26. I'm like, I'm, I don't got a feeder background. I don't got any of this, you know, artistic, um, you know, diploma that maybe you need. I don't know. I, 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 you know, I, I feel like I got some talent, but I got to put it to work. And I put myself in class, and I studied, and I was adamant, and I believed in myself, and I prayed. And, and, and now I, I, I could not imagine being in this position that I'm in uh, eight years ago, you know. And, right. and now I'm here. And it's all through, you know, putting, applying myself, having faith, trusting God, and and, and and the guidance that I'm getting and trying to, like, you know, follow the signs and be present to those uh to those, uh, those signs that call in my life. So it'd, be, it'd be trusting God 100%. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like soccer, I... what, soccer wasn't my path. Soccer wasn't my path and and, and now that I've you know found the arts, um, I find the parallels of, of, of soccer running through that and it makes that adrenaline that I've had for like 25 years of being on a field and that that hunger and those, those, that, that intense nerves, it, it all rides through my body when I'm, when I'm acting, you know, it feels like I'm mm-hmm. playing a game and it's, and, and performance is what I know. Right. So, yeah. So having faith in, in God has, has been my, has been the title of my book, trust in God. There you go. <laughs>
1: <Love it>. <laughs> <laughs> and And that's a, that's a beautiful, a beautiful message. Um, I think especially in the season that we're in and, um, you know, it can be a hard season for a lot of people. But I've I found, too, that what you say is very true. It it resonates with me personally because I think any time we lean into God, we trust in Him and not lean into our own understanding and devices, um, things tend to work out a little bit better than if we had tried to do it on our own. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and it, so it, it is an interesting uh Way to look at things And how you look at life and uh, But we do have to do our part Because God gives us the gifts To be able to do our part And then he does the rest So um, so thank you for sharing I that I Absolutely
0: yeah. I mean I feel yeah. like I feel like even Like as an actor It's like, like I, I'm a vessel of God's truth
1: oh. The
0: character right? right Right I always go back to I, 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 no, my, what, how, what do I dedicate My performance to I dedicate my performance To you know the absolute God that is mm-hmm. giving me this gift to speak these words that the character is saying, and and when it it comes from an honest place, when you, when we as audience members watch films, we feel something. That's okay? right. That is, that is all connected to you know the universe and God, and and, and mm-hmm. that. So I'm the I'm that vessel. I'm God's vessel, and I try to be. I try my best to be the best person that I can be. I'm not perfect. I'm not a saint, but. As long as I, you know, keep seeking those thoughts and, and, and being aware and having, you know, the 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 power to really put my ego to the side and, mm-hmm. and and have faith and trust God, I
1: know I'm gonna I'm gonna do okay. Yeah. That's right. And uh you can't fail when you put your trust in him, that's for sure. And no, no, not um, really and it's a very powerful thing. It's a very very powerful thing. I just appreciate you sharing that so much. That's that's so meaningful. Yeah. Um thank well you. thank you. Before we wrap up, we always like to play a fun little five question lightning round and it is all Christmas themed. Um there are no wrong <laughs> answers by it. the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and it's fun <laughs> and we always get different answers we never know what we're going to get so it's, it's always fun to play this but um, the first question is what is your favorite Christmas tradition? Favorite
0: Christmas what? Favorite Christmas tradition Oh tradition um, Yeah huh, Chris, Christmas Eve Italian dinner <laughs> I love that tradition That's Oh yeah family, So it's like it's like, you know, we always do seafood on Christmas Eve. It's like the seafood. And, and I love seafood. So that tradition of like my aunts and uncles and my mom all cooking you know, like all sorts of and crab and, you know, um, Sicilian and, and, and which is salted cod dish. That is my favorite tradition because as a kid, like, I mean, my family is everything. And, and spending all that time and seeing everyone I sometimes don't see all the time is, is, is really beautiful. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve dinner and Christmas Day, of course, but Christmas Eve is always fun. Because oh, get yeah. to open up next morning.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and yeah. what's your favorite Christmas song?
0: Christmas song? Woo! Oh, good one. Gosh. Uh, I, think that, I, think, I think the one that sticks in my head, I think it's guys, I think I'm going to have to go and say it's the Mariah Carey one.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't <remember> the title. <laughs> All I want
2: for Christmas is you. Yep, that's that's the one. one. That's the
0: one. That's the one. (laughs) All right. Not ashamed to say it. There you go. There you
1: go. Well, there's millions of people that would agree with you. So, um, (laughs) what is your favorite Christmas movie?
0: Favorite Christmas movie? Ooh, Um, I uh, I think it'd be. Um, I think it'd be Christmas Catch, which is <laughs> which is yeah. the one that I met my fiance on. It was my first movie, Christmas Catch. <laughs> <Yeah>. no, reveals, <laughs> uh, also, also I'd say um, I'd say Elf. I I really like Elf. Yeah, Real that's a classic. That's always a classic. And, and actually, actually take that, scratch that off. The Grinch of stole Christmas. Jim Carrey, hundred 100%, percent. Oh
2: 100%,
1: yeah. That oh one. yeah. Another yeah. good one. That's- He and he also does a wonderful job in a Christmas Carol too, Um, the animated version. Oh my gosh! Um, Of course, everything he's done has been phenomenal. Um, So, hot toddy or hot chocolate? Hot toddy. And last but not least, white lights or colored lights?
0: Oh,
1: oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: man! Oh my gosh! I, I literally was having this conversation with with my lady, um, like for like the past three days, we we're thinking about how to do the Christmas tree, and I'm I'm like torn because I like both. Um, okay, guys, colorful lights. I, I, I call that <laughs> colorful lights.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you guys put me on right now. Yeah, <laughs> you, I was gonna say, you say your are busted. You <laughs> and there's no wrong
1: answers, by the way. No, you can just uh-uh. do, both. Yeah. do both kinds of but, lights, and then everybody's but, happy, right? But, Dawn, it could be a wrong answer
2: for her.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. It's not a wrong answer for sure. (laughs) Yeah, no.
2: And you know what? It doesn't matter as long as you have lights. And whatever you enjoy, if you do colored and white lights, you do colored lights outside, white lights inside, or vice versa, there's nothing wrong with either one of that. So you can compromise. Nothing wrong. Nothing
0: wrong. Yes, you can. Mm-mm. Yes, you can. You can do you can
2: do colorful lights this year, and then next year, you know, yes,
0: you can do white yes. lights. But then, and, and and then you you spend money on both, and then for the rest of your life, you could always you know, go back and switch. You That's know? right, <laughs> so exactly. You, richness, right? This
1: time of year, you can never have enough lights anyway. So the yes. more, the merrier. Yeah. You know. Yes. Yeah. There you go.
0: Hundred percent decorate the
1: dog you know
2: you got extras <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh my gosh well thank you so much again for joining us Franco we had a blast speaking with you we welcome you back anytime and we want to wish you and your fiance and family a very happy and blessed Christmas
0: oh guys I had such a blast chatting with you this was so much fun thank you so much for um taking the interest to speak with me and and this was really fun and I wish you and your families a a wonderful holiday season as well and uh, enjoy the movie guys enjoy it thank thank you we We look forward to
2: it yes definitely all right have a good night and thanks again and congratulations thank you
1: good night guys you're
2: welcome bye-bye Hey, guys, don't leave us yet. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Christmas Movies. That's X-M-A-S-M-U-V-I-E-S. And also like our Facebook page at Christmas Movie Spotlight. Don't forget, that's spelled M-U-V-I-E-S. And follow us on Instagram at Christmas Movie Spotlight.
1: And don't forget to check out our website, christmasmoviespotlight.com. That's movies with M-U-V-I-E-S, christmasmoviespotlight.com. Thanks for listening.
2: See you next week.